brought this threesome. She heard our podcast last week. And it just was not enough for me. Like, I really had to think about this on my way home. I'm like, yo, these conversations, we did not go into depth with this stuff. And Can so we, one of the things... Wait a second. Can we start here already by saying... Raw Dog Shaw here oh, yeah, and sorry. Brenda the Bender, <laughs> and welcome back to a new episode of Brooklyn Chicks. Yes, and Raw Dog Shaw is the one ranting. I mean, she's like ranting and raving like right out the gate. You know, because I thought about this. If my friend, if my best friend came to me and was like, "Yo, let's do this threesome," I would be like, "What?" I would take offense to this because my best friend wants to know what I'm into. Like, you know, I don't do girls. What gave you that impression that I'm even open to something like this? But, is it something I'm giving off that you feel maybe she is? She, she wants to do this? But I thought last week you said um, you would want to be with a woman if you were doing a threesome. So what's the yeah, issue? If your best friend came to you and said she wanted to do it, she must know that deep down inside, no. that's your preference. The difference is my friend knows on the cuff <laughs> that I am not into females. So my question is to myself... What do I give off that she feels is appropriate to ask me that question? I'm going to tell you. I don't know if it's that she feels something about you that makes it seem like it's appropriate. Maybe she's just saying that it's time for us to try something new. To, to now, Like, I want to get that new eye. thing back. I'm giving you the side eye. Like, were you always checking me out? Like, when you try to help <laughs> me with my bra strap, were you really checking me out? Like, I don't know. And I have to tell you, anybody that's close to me has probably seen me naked. Because I have to tell you, if I'm on FaceTime, I'm doing something else, we go somewhere... I'm going to be like, yo, I'm not going to be in a hotel room with my friend covering up with a towel. I'm going to be walking through the same way I do all the time. But exactly, this is it. If, somebody act, but if your friend asks you that, are you still going to be open to do those kind of things in front of that person? But well, I'm going to tell you, it don't matter. It's like if you're walking down the street and a lesbian check for you, what you going to do? Stop walking down the street? I'm going to be the same person regardless of but who's there. Because I know without a shadow of a doubt that my mouth cannot connect with a vagina hands out it won't so this whole connect to your vagina well that's that's well that's what you said last week i don't know i'm still i'm still on the fence i'm still on the fence you know i was rethinking about this in terms of i think if you are to decide to have this kind of encounter with someone it should definitely be a stranger for a couple of reasons because let's say let's say my husband says hey let's do this three something next you know i get some girl maybe an instagram model maybe that's my thing i don't know an Instagram model now. So we all do this threesome thing. It works out. It was good. It was great. Next you know, my husband banging her on the sideline. Next you know, he's trying to leave New leaves old. That's how I say They say it true that new does buy old. But when you have and an old thing, you just park that up and you go into the new car to drive. Hello. Nobody want to drive no old hoop team. And someone told me yesterday, he was like, yo, it's only natural. You see something new in the room, you're going to tr- attract to that. You're used to this thing that, you know, he's used to me. We're doing our thing. But now he gets something new. He going to want to tap that. On the side. I'm telling you. So even somebody was we was talking to somebody today. They was giving us this joke about this woman and her husband who went to a farm. And there was a bull with the female bulls, which I don't know what female bulls are called. They were there. And it was one female bull and one male bull. Nobody's doing anything. The minute they add two more female bulls, now the male bull is going from person to person to person. And the woman is like, look at how good he is. And he's like, yes, because there are options. options When you present the person that you with with options, they are going to choose options. So you have to ask yourself, and I, you know, I agree with Shaw, do you want to give options to the person that you're with? 
here's an option. Let's try something new. I'm telling you, if I was to do this, I don't even think I would do it with a husband. I don't think I would do it with a person that I considered serious. So I would just do it. people that you don't know? It could be somebody I kind of know and one person and that I don't know at all, but not somebody that I plan on keeping up a constant pathway with, you know? That's just me. So, I mean, I guess, so those things were final on, because we was asking ourselves that last week. And I guess those things are final on. The do's and don'ts. It should not be a friend. Are you agreeing with this? It should not be a friend. Oh, definitively. It can't. But, I mean, if it's a friend that you could distinguish between... If that person is now. I'm telling you, and I've seen this before. I've seen even in just regular life, supervising people that I consider my friends. And then when you come back to them about work, they trying to flip on you like, but we friends. Nah, bro. This is work. So now this goes back to the same conversation. If I'm sleeping with somebody that is my friend and I know we're doing something because we're trying to be extreme and trying to be out the box. When we come back in the box, don't be referencing me back to that time because that is over. We back in real time now. So I guess the safe thing to do would be, okay, just ask your friend a question out of the blue. Hey, just, you know, would you do this? I guess test it out first. Because like you said, some situations might work out. That person might be interested and they might think it's better to do it with someone that you're familiar with. So maybe say, hey, would you ever consider doing that? And guess what? With that answer alone, you should know, don't approach. I think, you know, the thing is people are doing it looking for some sort of comfortability. They want to be comfortable with the person that they're doing it with. And I have to tell you, even if you're not comfortable, the minute two people are in the room, and we talked about this last week, when we're talking about smells and the sounds and all of these things going on, you don't have to be comfortable with that. The minute my clothes are off, we are on constant comfortability because you're seeing me naked. <laughs> if you could take it all of this, then we on a good note. So don't worry about it, man. And I must say, I don't know how it's working out for the person that, you know, for the person that I was talking to originally about this topic. But Well, you I- do know. You got to update. <laughs> Let's hear it. I mean, well, the update was, you know, she was saying that now the guy's like, not hollering. Like, I, I don't At know. At either of them. I don't know if the encounter wasn't what he expected, or maybe he's like, all right, I'm over it. Maybe it was just a one-time thing for him. But now, she's on the phone with the other chick, just conversating. And they both sitting there moaning and groaning that they can't get in contact with him, and that he don't want to call. <laughs> Let me tell you this. A threesome is not a relationship, ladies. This is not big love. You're not in the process of being married to one person and your husband got another wife somewhere else. If you're coming together and you're having a sexual relationship or a threesome, take it as a moment in time. I'm not saying that this can't repeat. I'm not saying you guys can't do this all the time. Do it often, but this is not your all-the-time situation. And if you're looking for love... It's over. Love is not going to come while you're sleeping in a bed with another woman and a man. That is not going to happen. Or with two men and you as the woman. It's not going to happen. Because we talked about this last week. One person is going to have an affinity to loving you, to enjoying it. One person might be on the fence. One person might not be getting enough. There's tons of scenarios. But I'm going to tell you this. We're not raising a family or a life when you're trying to find, and this person is trying to find love, trying to find a husband, wants to have a baby. You can't do that with somebody you're having a threesome with. Tell that to Bill on Big Love. They were married. Those people are married. And guess what? They have specific rules. I love them. When they're with one person, I hope you guys know what we're talking about. This show, Big Love, that used to come on HBO, but it's finished. It went season finale. You could always binge watch, as we always love to do. But definitively, when you are married in a polygamous marriage, you have days for each person. You don't get to just be going with two and three of them at the same time. There are rules and regulations here. And I'll tell anybody, I'll take a wife. If my husband want to bring in a second wife, but I'm the boss. And that person's coming in to clean and cook. 
That's it. And she could have him on the nights when I just feel like, bro, I ain't in the mood. Hit it down the street. But when I'm in the mood, you don't get to go. And the problem with this is I don't know when I'm going to be in the mood. I might wake up at 3 in the morning and you not there, we got a problem. Because I'm coming to the door. Hey, time to come out. I'm in the mood. Go wash up because I don't know what's going on in there. Well, Benda said her piece on that one, everyone. (laughs) So we move on to our topic, uh, our What's the Hap? As you know, we usually talk about some things that are going on in the world and, and that's happening, that's affecting all of us as a people. And I just want to say, Minneapolis, Minnesota, what's going on there? Oh, killing blacks. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Hashtag all those other things. I mean... Minneapolis police, Minnesota police, what's really good here? We all know that last year uh, a cop shot this guy, what was his name? Philando Castile. Yes. And in June, the cop was found not guilty of the shooting. All right. We understand this. No, we, we don't, don't agree with it, but we understand black lives don't maybe matter. don't matter that much. All right? Maybe they matter to us. But now we see an article that's in the New York Times today. Or yesterday, where we're talking about a woman from Australia living in Minneapolis who calls the cops and tells them, hey, listen, I think there's a sexual assault happening outside my house. The cops come, and this happened last year also, the cops come, and as she runs to the car to talk to the cop, he shoots out the window and kills the woman. But, but let's be clear here. This cop with this Australian woman was a black cop, Okay. Philando Castillo, as we all know, was a black brother that got killed. His girlfriend had had it on, I think, Facebook Live the entire time. He did the right thing by saying, hey, I'm just letting you know I have, uh, I'm, I'm armed and I have, I'm a licensed carrier. And this was, a, I don't know if he was white, Spanish, whatever. If name black, they white. That's how I look at it. The <laughs> bottom line is he shot this guy. This was filmed live. And this guy was not convicted. So you see the difference. I mean, this is in the same mini, Minneapolis. Minnesota. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. In the same Minnesota this is in. So, you know, when we talk about these different cases and they're in different jurisdictions, we talk about all the laws in that particular state. This is in the same place. And this, the only difference here, I mean, there's other differences, but the difference that matters here is that this is a black cop with a white woman and a white man with a black man. And these are lives that were lost. However, the law treated them differently. But let's also be realistic. This cop shot this woman last summer. He just got arrested on Tuesday. So that means it was they've been mm-hmm. trying to probably call, call, call to see if they could find any mm-hmm. evidence. They probably been having a lot of outrage. But I'm going to tell you, we may not know the end result of this now, but we will continue to watch and we will come back to you all when we get a final result here. I don't know if what Shaw is saying, because I get where she's coming from, that she believes automatically he is going to go to jail because he's black and the woman was white. I get it. But I have to tell you, it might be something where they believe in cops more than they believe in people. And, you know, this is a conversation that we should have one day when we talk about what is the acceptable level of force that a police officer should be allowed to use. And we spoke about this. I mean, these have been conversations. They mentioned... um, revamping trainings for these officers, um, building the community. And I didn't want the cops to kind of build a relationship with the community now to kind of build that rapport where it's not blue lives versus black lives. Or every life. Because in this instance, this was a white woman that was killed. But I mean, really, I understand the concept of being startled. But when you have a gun in your hand, you can't just be startled. You've got to be a little bit better 
than this for the fact that you have a gun. And what are they doing to train people to be better? That's the key here. And not for Minnesota alone. You know, we're not hitting out on them. But for all municipalities, what are you doing here with these people? So, you know, as we've seen that they've started body cams in certain places. I mean, let's see how far this goes. But Oh, but both officers in the car had on a body cam. They were both off. Oh, wow. So... What does that say about that? These body cam things is another conversation because I don't know if people control the camera, I'm not going to turn it on and show that I'm about to beat somebody up. Hello? (laughs) So I don't know the purpose of that. But like you said, we'll watch and see what plays out with this. Definitely. So on to some lighter news. Um, And some of you may not care, but I thought it was a little comical. I don't. (laughs) Ray J, Princess, Brandy... Sonia, the mother. This is a whole uh, circle going around here. But, you know, we all have seen, or we may have seen, um, Love and Hip Hop with Ray J and Princess and how they were back and forth in their relationship. She called him a couple of strippers. She got upset. The bottom line is, yes, they are still together, and now they're having a baby. Congratulations to them. Congrats on the baby, because I know she was trying a long time on the show, which, you know, I don't know how real this show is. It looks mad scripted, even though I do watch it. Um, (laughs) They were going to some place where this woman was trying to give them like a seance or some sort of thing in order to have a baby. I don't know. Don't quote me. But they were doing this whole thing in order to make it work to have this baby. So now that she's pregnant, I have to say... I'm very happy. And the pictures that they showed on Instagram of the baby shower, even just the one little outfit she had, she really looked very beautiful, very, you know, Radiant. pregnant glow. We all appreciate that. And her outfit was so appropriate. And so and so simple. Yep. But, um, you know, now after you um, hopped the hurdle of, you know, basically being pregnant and actually solidifying the relationship, now they got issues with the family and the self-dynamics. So I don't know if everybody have read... But allegedly, you know, she had a gender reveal party. Brandy showed up to the party and the mother showed up to the party. But then they had seen that Princess had posted something uh, on some kind of social media outlet stating, oh, um, I don't believe in, I guess, staying something like you just don't stay with someone because of the baby. Um, I guess Brandy decided to approach her about it at the gender reveal. And I guess Princess said, F yourself. Like, this has nothing to do with you. You guys can't tell me nothing about my relationship. Go deal with y'all relationship. And basically, the next day, when I guess the baby shower um, happened, Brandy nor the mother showed up to this whole baby shower, which is, I guess, it, it hurt. Mad grimy, though. Very grimy. Because at the end of the day, you don't go to a baby shower only for the person that's having the baby. You go to the baby shower for, you know, your family member that was there. But she wrote, Brandy wrote a really cool response on, on Instagram, which Princess responded to, like, hey, forget about it. I'll show them what you're no, really saying. No, her response was, STFU, posting this. I should post what you just texted me. Meaning, like, shut the F up. What you're saying is bullshit. So, I don't know. Maybe Princess got some other... Obviously, she's she's indicating that she has some kind of other thing that Brandy and them sent her. And, you know, I don't know if she's going to post it. But the bottom line, she's saying, stop being fake, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't here. We all know why you weren't here. Stop the bullshit. And, you know, that leads me to this basically in-law drama, you know? They've had this before, and it looks like it continues and it continues. And it's unfortunate because now you're bringing a child into this, which that is going to affect that child, this relationship. And, you know, just thinking about, I mean, I don't, the good thing about it is, in, you know, my relationship, I don't really have those issues. And I think just in general, um, when you do come to in-law um, drama, 
the man really needs to stand firm and really say... Or the woman. Or the woman. Or the woman, correct. Or the woman saying, listen, this is my girl or this is my husband. Like, that's it. You don't need to be questioning her. If if um, Brandy and Sonia felt that it was something wrong that she said on social media, you don't go to her. Because let me tell you what I'll tell them. Listen, my good hole between my legs is what keeps my man. So you don't come in between that, ask me why I posted it. You let my man deal with that. You don't need to come ask me no questions. Yikes. So I'm all in it with that when it comes to the in-laws. Don't approach me about something that you don't like. Talk to my man. See, I'm going to tell you. I was even like, when we was thinking about in-laws, I looked up, they have a website called IHateMyInlaws.com. I mean, really. <laughs> and it's just people writing random sentences, like stories. Oh, my mother-in-law this, my father-in-law this, blah, 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 la 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 la. I'm telling you. Now, as many of I've said before, I have been married. I am, well, I'm still married, right? <laughs> I'm going to say it again. What percentage today? Uh, I think I'm rolling back in time. If I could turn back the hands of time, so today I'm going to say like 85-ish, whatever, you know, whatever. <laughs> my in-laws, my mother-in-law is like cuckoo magoo. She's crazy. I don't mean crazy. Was she always crazy or was it when you and your husband got together? No, when I met her, she really liked me. And then one day, everything just turned left. I can't even really put my finger on the place where it turned left. I don't think I did anything to her, but it just turned left. So, you know, I'm always going to be respectful of my elders, Mm -hmm. regardless of what. Because my mother taught me right. But what I found, and I did not like with my in-laws, is the way they move with my kids. Mm -hmm. In terms of making sure that, you know, when I had my kids, my... I, my, my family was, like, flooding them with love, flooding them with gifts for their birthdays. And they would not do that. They would just be like, oh, uh, oh, perfect story. We went there one time, and my in-laws, sister-in-laws' birthdays are both around the same time of my kids, so they're all cancers. So their birthdays are all in the same time. And when we got there, they had, like, gifts on the table. They had dinner. They told us to come out to Jersey for this dinner. We all get there. There's two gifts. It's like my daughter's birthday probably, like, the next day. So she's all amped up seeing the gifts on the table. The cake is there. And then when they go, the mother takes out his two gifts and gives it to her two daughters. And my daughter's sitting there like, yo, instantly. I, I didn't even, I didn't rail up. I didn't say anything. I just sent a text to my husband like, yo. He was there? He was there. I sent him a text from across the room because, you know, if I opened my mouth, I probably would have come out totally left. Like, we're leaving right now. Because you could see my daughter was totally like. Deflated. (gasps) Wow. And instantly I was just like, there's a way to treat children Mm -hmm. different from the way you treat adults. And I don't know if she was malicious or she just didn't think. But when children are in the midst, you always need to consider them. And then upon leaving, she gave my daughter $10 in her hand. Again, I kept my tongue, held it down, got in the car, and we left. And when we got in the car, I turned to my husband. I was like, you could take this and use it however you like. But not one thing of this $10 will go to my daughter. Don't buy her ice cream. Don't buy her nothing. Because your family... Dead wrong. And what? But did he agree? He agreed. He wrong? agreed. Okay. But he did not go back to them to check him. Mm. And I'm telling you, if somebody would have done that to my husband or anything like that, even to his stepson when I was with, when we were together, I would have checked them immediately. Mm. And that's what I think has to happen with people when you have an in law. You set the boundaries. You know people are gonna be crazy. You know they're gonna rile up. It's all right. But if you're gonna rile up and be crazy when it comes to my wife or husband. Get your mind right. Save your crazy for yourself. And it's crazy that you mentioned Huff and Defoe because they talked about, you know, they gave three quick 
things, uh, how to survive with your in-laws. But it said your loyalty, number one, your loyalty is to your spouse. Number two, remind yourself of why you have to be kind. Of course, get married. You love that person. And of course, eliminate politics, which I've seen politics ruin a relationship and a marriage. One person posted on Facebook like, hey, I'm voting for Trump, whatever, Trump, Trump this, you know, make America great again. And then my friend saw that and was like, what? She told her husband, your sister's rooting for Trump? Yikes. Yo, they went to that dinner table, she said, because of course, it was, you know, they went, I think it was around Thanksgiving after Trump won. And she said it was a big debate. It got really nasty. She gathered up her husband and her kids and they left that, that family member's house. And it was like, yo... And they haven't spoken. I mean, now they're trying to, you know, get back together because, of course, they're kids. But that relationship has not been the same. And that's, of course, bringing in the politics when it comes to your family. And I think there's other politics, too. You know, sometimes when you look at another person's family, you may have assumptions or beliefs in terms of what people do that's right or wrong. But you got to realize, and I think always, the way you were raised is not the way somebody else was raised. So when you see them acting off off the hook or acting wild... Silence. Just let it lie. Mm-hmm. Let it lie. And when you get home, you can lie down and be like, yo, your sister is batshit crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> in front it. of her, you just sit and nod. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's I- it. I'm your wife. <laughs> and you text them to your friends. These people are cuckoo. Crazy. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so this brings our next topic. So the other day, my friends and I came. We went out for dinner. We was all sitting in the car. And, you know, I was just like, yo, my husband and I were discussing, like, yo, drugs and anal. Because I'm telling you, when it comes to drugs and anal, I have a set response. There so, wait, don't say your response. I but remember, response. we told you about this last week. We did a poll on on Instagram. We posted a poll saying, if a gun was to your head and you had to choose between anal, to take anal, or take drugs. And we're not talking about weed. We're not talking about weed, people, K2. We're talking about real drugs. Real. Like, the real. <laughs> you hear that? That's what we're talking about. Or that needle. If you had to take a choice between taking anal and taking drugs. Drugs. I do. So what would you choose? I have to tell you, I am surprised with what we got back from Instagram. You know, Benda is surprised. But I'll tell you, in that car, when we were talking, I was the only one that stood firm in what I was, what I believed. So let's do the poll. We know Producer Pete. Producer Pete gave us her, her, her answer last week, but we want to hear it again. Producer Pete, if somebody had a gun to your head, what would you choose? An ounce of cocaine. An ounce? Last week he said, give me a brick. <laughs> you sure did. You sure did. For me, I'm telling you, I'm going to choose. Oh, no. She said you look like an anal person. I look like it. I believe some places are exit only. So guess what? Give me a little hair on. Put it right in the arm. I'll figure it out after. <laughs> and, I, and I'll tell you definitively, there's no doubt about it. Anal. I don't play no business with my back door. This is a back door only. It will definitely be D-Rugs. I Oh, producer Pete is mad real on this anal. Like everybody, she don't want to. She don't want to take the anal, but everybody else should get anal. No, no, no. I'm t- I'm, and I'm telling you, I've heard stories about this anal business. Some people had told me their patterns, their bathroom patterns, had not been the same. Some people told me this was the most painful thing. I've heard numerous stories. It looks but painful. You said it looks painful. <laughs> so, producer Pete. Have you ever given anal? No. 
Have you ever had that? Oh, oh no, but no. What? Oh no, oh no. I mean, because if somebody was getting anal with a regular penis, the dildo yeah. looks like a regular penis. At least it's, Has anybody ever asked you for the anal? Yes. Wow. And, and, and your response was. Uh, Wow. Nah, bro. Because you gotta think about it. A, a real penis. He has more control. Even though it's on me, I don't have. It's not like you don't have full control. It's like, right. Got it. You don't have full control. I, I, I tell you this. But though she won't put the the dildo in. I put, finger, I put fingers in, but oh, oh and finger. a mouth in the place. In, of course. <laughs> That's what she told me. Wait, wait. A mouth, <laughs> finger, what? <laughs> tell 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 her what you told me the other day. That if you're giving head to a female, you have to eat ass. It's just there. What? Not on my block. <laughs> no, not we don't really rock like that on my block. But my thing is, I don't understand. It's not like it's vagina, ass. There is a little walkway. There's a little walkway. <laughs> half inch landing script. Half inch. Half inch. It's like this, like this much. That's nah, man. She only showing the little top of your pinky finger. I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, no. Oh, no. I wouldn't know because I've never seen... What it is? I, I don't know. You've never seen the the, the, the that little land. The the, 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 I've never mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't sit there like let me get my rule out. So I I just don't understand. To me, ass will always be ass. We know what comes out of it. I don't understand why would someone want to insert something that when I get that visual, I just think. I mean, even though people say you know you might say this girl's ridiculous. She's not experienced. Because I just think. Some little bit of that feces must be on your stuff, but people say no. Oh no, this is not the con. This is not the time or the place to have the conversation regarding anal sex and what's the proper way to do it. Because I've heard from a gay man what is the proper way to do this, and I just let you know, it starts with the word enema. But regardless, at my last job, or maybe two jobs ago, I knew this girl. She says we went out for drinks. She was like, "Oh, I'm effed up." I'm drunk as hell. My husband's going to be happy tonight. And I said, why? She said, because when I get like this, that means he got an invitation to the back door. Mm. said, my friend, only with that brick of coke in me will you get that invitation. But I tell you, somebody told me, and this is a valid point, if someone is so willing to always give anal or they enjoy that anal, as a guy, what's the difference with you having sex with a female and a male? You might as well be gay and screw a dude. What's the difference? I agree. Everybody got a butthole. I What's agree. the difference? So that's something to also think about. I, again, I don't know why someone would want to switch up, switch it out. This is also the same person that says when it comes down to the uh, threesome, she's taking a woman over a man. I'm just saying. Just for the time. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But let me tell you, the Instagram poll, I didn't say the results. It came out 57%. For drugs. And 43% for anal. I'm surprised that the results are so close. But a lot of people, I guess they believe that, you know, you just do the anal one time and it's over. But... To me, listen, and people concerns about how could you want to do drugs, you get addicted. Listen, everybody does not have an addictive personality. Everyone doesn't have that personality. I think I could snort a line of cocaine. (laughs) I'll be good. I mean, I probably love it, but I think I'll be good after. And I'm willing to try. I'm willing to take that risk. Over anal. Hello, the anal. 
I'm so, sorry. <laughs> well, you know, just a topic. The post will be up. You can check it out on Brooklyn Chicks, B-R-O-O-K-L-Y-N. I hope you know how to spell Brooklyn. Chicks, C-H-I-X-X-S, um, on Instagram. Follow us. Anyway, so we move on to our next segment, which is Check This. And this week, we're going to just talk about some restaurants that we visited. So if you're spending a day with a friend or a day with a little new datey, and you want to kind of do, like someone told me the other day, oh, my best date was like a 12-hour date. What? This gives you the window to do a 12-hour date. Yeah, a 12-hour date. They said they spent the whole time from like 7 p.m. all the way till the next morning after breakfast days was together. Okay. I don't know. I, I've, I've never been this fortunate, but <laughs> I mean, I've spent days with people, but one thing like a date, that was a, I was, whatever. I digress. <laughs> I didn't bring this up to talk about that. I brought it up to talk about this. So there's this place in Brooklyn um, called Cafe Luluk. Which makes the best pancakes, pancakes so in the whole wide world. So this place is located on 214 Smith Street, um, somewhere around downtown Brooklyn, I guess you'll Is that downtown it. Park Slope? Maybe Who knows not, what they call it? What do you call that side? Oh, no, because Park Slope is the other. Oh, that's like, that's Borum Hill. Borum Hill, see? Borum Hill. We're figuring it out as we go along. Yes, I must say, like, this. the good thing about this place is you go there, it, it definitely has, like, a neighborhood feel to it. Um, the, the guys that's working there, the waiters... They're, like, very friendly. All in their pastel polo shirts. Correct. All pastel colors. Yes. Um, They let you sit anywhere. They say you sit anywhere. But Um, when you get there on a Saturday, there will be a wait to get a table. So you can sit anywhere except for a table that has more than the amount of people you have there. So if you have three people, (laughs) you can get a table for four. But if you have two, you will wait for a table for two. So Ben and I, we would just meet there early morning before we both have to go to our jobs. We would just be like, hey, let's go meet for pancakes. And I mean, it says it opens at 8.30, but sometimes it could be a little 8.45-ish. But it's definitely worth it to wait the 15 or 20 minutes or whatever. And I have to say, while waiting for sure for her birthday, I think I took last year we went there for your birthday before yes. you started your rest of your birthday activities. When I got there, they were bringing in deliveries. My friends, I saw Aunt Jemima coming in that box. <laughs> I saw them delivering the Aunt Jemima. But I'm going to tell you this. My Aunt Jemima never tasted like that. So true. I mean, these pancakes are nice and fluffy. You only get two. And it is. With a little fresh fruits on the top. Little fresh fruits. It's just delicious. I don't know what, I'm telling you, whatever they, they probably use it as a base, but I know they probably definitely add something else to this Aunt Jemima. And the bottom line is, I can't make it at home. So guess what? I will continue to go there for the Aunt Jemima. Definitely. And they make great mimosas. I even had my first Bloody Mary there. So um, definitely check Cafe Luluk. Not only for breakfast. I mean, people eat breakfast all day. So you can go there. And they have like a lot of omelets. I don't really eat eggs anymore. But they have tons of different things. They have brunch. They do pasta nights. They have a lot going on there. So it's a French restaurant. So a lot of wines. But definitely, she loves wine. I love whiskey. But anyway, this is not to talk about what we're drinking today. Definitely go out, check Cafe Luluk in Brooklyn. Another place to check out also is Speedy Romeo. Um, this is a restaurant on 376 Classen Avenue. And the way I've heard about it was through, I don't know if everybody remembers, uh, what's the owner of Street BK? Um, what's his name? Everyday People. No, no, y'all don't know. Street BK, the guy from, that was on Bravo? Correct. Shucks. Robley. Robley. Start, Robley. Yeah, I was about to say it starts with an R. Chef Robley, he had his Instagram one day. He had showed, like, this amazing, like, um, mozzarella salad. And it had, like, raisins and it, I went there and I was like, oh my God, this is so delicious. So, you know, I told Ben and I was like, oh, let's go check this out. And we went one time <laughs> with, you know. And this is located in Clinton Hill, Brooklyn. 
And I mean, the food is delicious. I mean, they make amazing pizzas. They're known for pizza, but they have other foods that are really good, such as like they do like an octopus dish. If anybody loves it, Yikes. I love octopus. Delish. So sorry. <laughs> they also do uh, an amazing Branzino fish. Oh, definitely. It is delicious. perfection. And they did a nice steak. The person that I was with had a steak. Unfortunately, there was a double date, <laughs> which is a double over. It's over for me, right? That was an instant date that's now over. But definitely, I mean, can we just take a moment and talk about people? I don't eat meat. But if I did, I would know that if I ordered a steak, you cannot order a steak more than medium well. But you know what? The thing about that is, and you know, as West Indian folks... Oh, you wanted crisp. You know, crisps. if you see that little red line in that, in that meat, you're like, uh-uh, that's blood. I ain't eating it. That's how we were, some of us was raised. Definitely. So we just grow up with this. But as you continue to eat and you try different things and you see the different temperatures, you know, my husband, he brought it out to me. I don't eat beef, but I tell you, the way he be tearing it up, I'd be like, yo, I wish I had that medium rare steak. It might not, it might look like blood, but they say it's the juices, man. It's the juices. And if you order a steak... Well done. A lot of times, you're losing it. Give you the worst part of the beef because you're wasting. Mm-hmm. And the thing about when you get a medium well to me, as it sits and it comes to you, it dries down. So you mm. get those natural juices flowing through. And the little red, it's not going to kill you. I promise. I even had my kids eating it this way. When we go up, my daughter's like, how do I need to order this? I'm like, medium. She's like, yeah, yeah, give it to me, medium well. So she eats all her burgers or her red meat that way. We digress. We only really brought this up to tell you that we love Speedy Roll Meals. And you should go and check it out in Brooklyn. Um, great little spot to go and hang out. We did have a wait because we went in the summer. Yes. We did wait a couple minutes to get a table. But when we got a table, and then we got a table right by the door which is kind of wonky but definitely after all of that we still enjoyed the food i ended up sharing my food with my friend because he didn't want to eat the steak because it had too much red in it because i don't get it red whatever <laughs> um but it was a really really great time um great way to spend a day and then go see a movie in between and you're looking at that what 12 hour date um oh. finally mm. We're going to talk about what not. So, you know, this weekend, one of my friends had a birthday brunch. Um, show was invited, but she couldn't make it. I went, me and producer Pete was in the house. Yo. We went up to Angels of Harlem. Everybody knows. And we're going to check that today. We'll check it another day. It was live. Okay. Everybody Yo, this was. This place is always. It was, what is it? Liddy, it was Liddy Lit. That's all I can say. That was Saturday. On Monday, I woke up and somebody was like. Do you know this person? I'm like, what? What are you talking about? You ever met this person? No. On Instagram? I'm like, Instagram. So let me let you all know. As you all hear, I always call it the Instagram. Because I'm social media, not smart, right? <laughs> Do you know this person? They keep asking me. I'm like, why? They got a video posted of you. Busted. Busted wide. <laughs> Busted wide. Yo, I already told you how I get down with the whining. But really, somebody posted me on Snapchat, and I feel like Biden. if you're going to do that, let me know you're going to put me on Snapchat. I see people making videos. I think you're going to look back on it later and kind of smile and laugh. Mm -hmm. If I see something entertaining, I mean, we had a, even a battle of the gays, too. They was going at it. The one at our table, the one at the next table, they was giving uh, uh, doing a little foot dance thing. So we saw the whole thing, but to hear that this person posted me, this is my whatnot. If you're going to post somebody, give them a heads up. Nah. Like, are you social media dumb? I mean, <laughs> participate. This is 20, producer Pete disagrees. Listen, this is 2018. Everyone is on Snapchat. 
and Instagram I'm and not. Facebook Live. When you see a phone out, duck. Because you're guaranteed you're going to be on the Snapchat and on a, on the story. But my thing is, if you are going to record this, you know, why can't you say, hey, you know what? Nobody minds I post this, right? Because my thing is that I don't know you like that, homie. I don't believe. I don't know this person. I knew her like that. So. I met her once. That's it. Once. <laughs> she don't really know her like that. So it's like, all right, you know what? Hey, Gabriela, I'm going to post. I've been to places where people have said that. Because I'm a person, I don't like to be, I don't like my pictures being taken either. Especially if I'm not looking, my face is not beating that, I'm looking fly up. Be to the gods. Don't be posting me, because I don't know who's going to be looking at that picture. So what I'm saying is that, just common courtesy, hey, I'm going to post that, you know, whatever. And, because you, you never know, Bender could have had a side man. Right there, man. man. That could have been the end of it. Divorce <laughs> situation. That could be messed up on her case, man. <laughs> we don't know what's going on in these streets. So this is our whatnot. Don't post people without giving them a heads up that you're about to post. I know some people make those Snapchats and when they're doing it, you know, they showing you the camera. So you're aware of it. But don't just do it like you're making a video and post it. What not? Mm. So thank you. That's our cast for today. Thank you for listening. Keep liking, subscribing, following, doing what you're doing. And always check our Instagram. Again, that's Brooklyn Chicks, B-R-O-O-K-L-Y-N-C-H-I-X-X-S. Later.